so glad to see everybody. Merry Christmas to you. Did you have a good Christmas? Yes. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, I believe the Lord gave me a dream last night. I definitely woke up. I was planning on preaching something else, uh, but I'm getting ready to share that with you. I believe it'll be powerful and it's on time and very simple, though. Uh, but before we jump in, I want to welcome Roderick. Good to see you, man. Come on up here. Tell everybody hello. Love you. Tell everybody what's been going on. Merry Christmas oh, to yeah, you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Amen. Hello, Boomerang Church. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, just a blessing to be here. Amen. I'll be back in America temporarily from Africa. And uh, just wanted to just say thank you, Pastor Ron and Pastor Nicole, for the tremendous help throughout this year, 2021. Yeah. I just, you know, from the bottom of my heart, um, thank you. Thank you to all of the church that partnered with me and continue to partner what God is doing in um, Zanzibar, Tanzania with the Muslims out there. I mean, just so many open doors has happened yeah. um, this whole year. Uh, it's so many uh, that God is doing. I mean, many Muslims are coming to Christ. I mean, we had close to uh, just summer, like 400, um, close to 400, you know, just summertime to now. They came to Jesus, and <laughs> Praise like, God. and we just graduated. You know, our first training center students, like nine people, got graduated from our training center, and they're preaching throughout the island. And <laughs> so many open doors to what we're pioneering to another island. And uh, the Lord placed on my heart just increasing in evangelism, and actually um, planning to do a crusade next year um, in 2022. And yeah, it just the Holy Spirit said the time is now. Um, Amen. And, and the door is open, for, and they're receiving Jesus like the Muslims. Um, every time we go door-to-door or whatever, um, tell them about Jesus, tell them about the good news. I'm like, every time I go out there, I just say, hey, I'm here to share the good news. And they're like, oh, we want to hear the good news. And I'm like, yeah. And then I tell them about Jesus, that he's more than a prophet, he's the Messiah. And, and their hearts are open to the gospel now. And I'm just thankful to all of y'all because uh, through your giving and through your partnership, uh, just uh, you're a part of that. And uh, the reward is going to your account. So um, just I can't wait to get back um, just here a couple months. And I'll go back for f- two years this time. So this is like my last goodbye <laughs> until I come back, until I leave. So I'm just thankful and I'll be learning, um, increasing the Swahili training and all those things. And I just thank you for everything. And I'm glad to be here. So, Amen. Glory to God. Love you, man. You look sharp. Amen. We just praise God for you and what you're doing, Brother Roderick. That's awesome. And I love that. It's like, I got some good news for you. Amen. So uh, a couple of things that I wanted to tell you about real quick is that uh, Kickstart is coming. Amen. And uh, Kickstart, we are finalizing those dates. So you can look, but you can write these down as temporary. I believe this is what it will be, uh, February 7th through the 11th. We will start probably on Monday night through Friday night, and uh, it'll start on Monday night. Now, I will tell you on, I believe it's the 3rd through the 5th is Thursday through Saturday. That's Lead 22 up at Pastor J.B. Whitfield's church, and uh, I'll be speaking there. I'll play a role there, but uh, so we'll have Lead 22. I know many of you will go to that. A great thing. We'll talk more about it. But then Kickstart will be uh, February 7th through the 11th. We're, we're finalizing. That's not 100%, but it should be uh, what the dates are. And uh, so we're getting that ready. Just want you to have it so you can put it on the calendar. 
And then starting into the new year, uh, in the new year, you know, a lot of times we'll have a fast at the beginning of the year. Uh, I encourage you to do that. There's nothing that the Lord has told me that call a fast corporately. What, I, what he said is you can invite people to come. Uh, some people, they do the same thing every single year. We move by direction of the Lord. We move by what he tells us to do. Uh, I, one thing about fasting, if you go to Isaiah chapter 58, you'll see that it breaks every yoke. Your light will break out like the dawn. It is a tool of, that God gives us, and he will give you the strength to fast. He will give you supernatural strength. So what you, you don't have to fear what it'll be like or what it'll feel like or if you're strong enough. God will give you the strength. If you purpose in your heart, Lord, I'm giving this to you. I'm giving you this time. I'm giving you this consecration. Then God will give you the supernatural strength to do it. And even if you've never fasted before, uh, we can talk about that and share some details about that. There is, uh, I believe, either on Lunch Plus or Connection Show, there's a Fasting 101. Uh, we can send that out, send that link out to the Boomerang Line. And uh, there's, you can, there's multiple kinds of fast, and depending on your schedule and what the Lord tells you to do. Uh, but the, one of the biggest things to remember is this, is that when you're fasting, fasting basically means in the Hebrew to cover your mouth, Right? So there's no solid food that's going in in that way. A lot of times people will go about a fast and they're looking, how can I still eat and be full but fast? All right, if you come out of a fast and you don't weigh less, you probably didn't do it right. That's my, that's my rule of thumb. You go into a fast, you weigh the same thing at the end of the fast that you did at the beginning of the fast, probably wasn't a fast, all right? And, uh, but uh, one of the things, man, a fast is powerful. There's so many benefits to it. And uh, I always like to kickstart the year with a fast. And uh, I, like, I like doing that, especially if I have leading. But sometimes I've not had leading. I just want to give myself to the Lord. It's my choice. It's like an offering. And I'm choosing to do that. You can do that as well. All right. So that's coming up. We'll probably start that on January the 2nd. Uh, seek the Lord how long he wants you to do a fast. And what kind of fast is it? You don't, you know, a lot of times you can do a full, you know, only water fast. You can do a, a juice fast where you're having all liquids but no solid foods. That's what we do most of the time. Um, you can do a six to six fast or basically a one meal a day fast. You know, so you eat after 6 p.m., one meal a day. Uh, you can do, uh, you can do a Daniel fast, although that's not, really a fast, but it's still challenging. Uh, it's a good way. Those two are very good entrance into a fast, having the one meal a day. You'd be surprised at how challenging one meal a day will be to you. Um, and because every day it's like it resets. When you actually do a full food fast and you're not taking in calories, your body kind of goes, oh, we're not eating. And it gives you a little break off of some of those feelings. Still, it's not necessarily that your flesh is going to leave you alone, but uh, it's still very good. But just seek the Lord. What kind of fast? How long does he want you to do? Uh, you won't die, you know. 
I, I remember I remember when we first started, when I did those extended fasts and the Lord said to t- you know, start talking about fasting to people, he wanted me to give them that tool and show them the importance of it. We had always fasted, but what I found was the majority of church had never fasted. Not just our church, o- across the world. Most of the church had never fasted. And I went, what, what? And people thought, they're like, you can not eat? For three days? Like, yeah. You can not eat for a lot longer than that. I've done it. <laughs> you know, three days is nothing. You know, three days is easy. Now, it isn't when you're first starting. I get that. It's, there's a perception there. But you can do it. You won't die. And uh, it, you can walk right through that, and God will help you. And uh, it'll be awesome. God will break some stuff off. You've had some things you've been trying to break free of. Try fasting. Try fasting. It breaks the yoke. Amen. And the anointing of God, when you purpose in your heart to do it, the anointing of God will come into your life and it'll come against those bondages and the anointing will break the yoke as you yield yourself to that. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So starting today, we're going to talk about the reality and the responsibility of power. We've been talking about the two parts of life, but like I said, I believe the Lord gave me a dream last night. I, I just woke up with this, this burden to give you this message today. Very simple. Very simple. But let me ask you a question. If you're born again, even if you're not born again, you might not know this, but how many of us are called to win souls and make disciples? All of us, every believer is called to win souls and make disciples. Now, I want to focus in on the make disciples part, okay? Focus in on that. We're called to make disciples. That means that people are going to follow us. They're going, a disciple is what? Is somebody that's disciplined, right? A disciple is somebody that is disciplined. Disciplined after what? They're disciplined to go to the gym, No, that's a disciple of the gym, right? What are we disciples of? What are we supposed to make disciples of? Of Christ. In other words, they put on godliness. They're disciplined after the ways of godliness. You can say you're a disciple all day long, but if you've got no disciplines of God, you're not a disciple. Not a disciple. Not a disciple. Let that hit. No disciplines after the Lord, not a disciple. This is what America and the world is suffering from. Christians, quote-unquote Christians, who call themselves disciples, but they're not actually disciples. They're not disciplined to God. They're not disciplined after God. And so much of the world looks at an undisciplined, quote-unquote, church if they are actually the church. And then they think that that's what Christians are and their their value and their view of Christianity and God is where undiscipled people are, which is not representative of God at all. Not representative of God at all. We are supposed to be disciplined after the things of God. The things of Christ. We're disciples. We're ambassadors of Christ. We're not supposed to be disciplined after our flesh. We're supposed to be disciplined after God. Not the world. The word. 
right? And so we can go through life and we can say, yeah, I go to church and I, yeah, I'm a believer. But if you have no disciplines of Christ, you're not a disciple. You're not a disciple. Now, one of the things that I, I, I did, come here, buddy. One of the things that the Lord showed me years and years ago was uh, just start walking in circles. Years and years ago, I said, Lord, what's a disciple? What's a disciple? He said, you know how people are in the world, and uh, when they're in the world, they're kind of like walking in circles. They're active, but they're not really going anywhere spiritually. That's a big circle, like do little circles. Yeah, there you go. You're making the cameraman like, yeah. (laughs) But you know how, like they're very active, but they're not going anywhere. Anybody ever felt like you've had you've been going through cycles in your life before? Like, man, I'm trying to break that. And what's happening is you're, you're actively undisciplined from walking after the straight and narrow path. The straight. The straight. <laughs> straight. In other words, there's one direction you're always gaining ground. And right here, every time he gains ground, he, he turns around and loses ground. He's walking in circles. Spiritually, he's not gaining any ground. Basically, he's in the same place. That's undisciplined. When you find yourself, watch this, there's a marker of not being a disciple. You keep facing the same problems. If you keep facing the same problems, the same mental struggles, the same all of that, everything's the same level and it's the same thing over and over again, That is not the only marker, but it definitely is a marker of being not a disciple. You dizzy yet? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So a disciple, the Lord said, is you know how people will go around and around in circles in their life and they're active, they keep facing the same problems? He said a disciple, and you make disciples by doing this. You'll grab them by the hand in their life. You'll connect with them. You'll be a friend with them. And stop them from that cycle. And then you will set a path going after the Lord. And say, come and follow me. What did Jesus do to his disciples? Come and follow me. Follow me. And if we're to make disciples, then we're supposed to have similar things. But see now, if our life in itself... All right, go back to circles. If our life, if our life in itself is in a circle... Hey, come and follow me. Hey, good job. And neither one of us are going anywhere. Both leading the blind. The blind leading the blind. Both of us fall in the ditch. But if our life is after God, see, it, you're, you're doing that. I can even be behind him in life. But all of a sudden, I go after the Lord. And I'm disciplined after the Lord. Now, now we're equal. But now he's like, hey, where are you going? You say, you can come and follow me. See, our life, if we're not disciplined after the Lord, how are we going to disciple somebody? If we keep facing the same problems, how are we going to disciple? If we keep facing the same mental challenges, how are we going to disciple people? And now watch, how many believers are called to make disciples? So I'm not talking about the responsibility of a pastor. I'm not talking about the responsibility of the leadership team. I'm talking about the responsibility of every believer. That means every single one of us ought to make sure that our personal lives are discipled first. If our lives aren't disciplined after Christ, 
We can't make disciples. I'm going to read some scripture in a minute. It doesn't, it, that's not good. It's very bad. Very, very bad. So, but a disciple is this. I'll take somebody who's circling spiritually in the world and I'll say, hey, let's go after Christ. And I'll take them by the hand. I'll connect with them. I'll give them help and say, let's go after Christ. Let's go after Christ. And then, now here's the thing. A disciple is somebody that keeps on going after Christ. So if I let go of his hand or he lets go of my hand too early, the old habits come back and what happens? Yeah, he's a little bit further down the road, but he's still circling. And so that's not a disciple because there's no discipline to go after Christ. A true disciple is when we go long, long enough and, after, and I can drop their hand and I go away and they keep going after Christ. That's a disciple. That's a, they're disciplined after the Lord no matter who's around, no matter what, thank you, no matter who's around, no matter what's going on, no matter what they face, they are disciplined after Christ. See, this is what the church needs. Actually, this is what the church is and is supposed to be. But the problem is, in the American church, we don't have disciples. We have people that only want church to go so far. I'm only here because you have a great kids program. I, hear, I come here on Sunday, but that's it. I'm, I'm coming there, but I ain't giving my money. That's not a disciple. Now, now, I want you to see this. Jesus didn't receive us because we believed on him as a savior. He received us because we believed on him as Lord. If he's Lord, then he's the director and I'm either discipled and disciplined or not. So he said, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. Why? No discipline towards him. No making him Lord. No lordship. In other words, I want my ticket punched to heaven, but I don't want to discipline my life after him. I just want to avoid hell. That's not Lord. He says, you confess as Lord. The Bible says this, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This is one of the ways to work it out. Does my life, have fruit. Is there fruit of discipleship? See, you know, we shouldn't be counseling you. Roderick, you're, you're not here all the time, so I'll look at you. I'm not going to look at everybody else. We shouldn't be counseling you for five years on the same thing. You should be disciplined and walking straight after Christ after the first time, not the hundredth and seventh. Get straight, Roger. Doggone it. This is not something that should take us forever. There should be change. If there's not change, what are we doing? We're not discipling ourselves. And see, the world looks at the church and is like, they got the same problems that I got. What do they have? All right, now, now here's the issue. I might can change that in my life, but what good does that do by itself. 
None. I'm not the one that knows the people you know. It's the people you know that you're responsible for. And if I change my life, okay, great. But what if a whole group changes their life and everybody becomes a disciple? And this is what I, and everybody's walking disciplined with the power of God. Not in empty words, but power, miracles, healing, deliverance, protection, the power of God. The dream I had last night, it was very simple. And the Lord, the Lord, I believe, spoke this to me. This is basically it. I'm holding my people responsible for power. I'm holding my people, my people are responsible to be carrying power. We're responsible to be carrying power, not empty words, but power. You don't get power by being undisciplined. He wants us to have the fruit of power. Listen to this, John 15, verse 1 through 9. Turn to John 15. And I want you to hear this. See, this is not God's doing. This is our doing. Psalms 115, verse 16 says this. It says, the heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. The earth is in our hands. Why do bad things happen? Because men let it happen because many times they're not carrying any power. They're carrying no power because they've been undisciplined. They're carrying no fruit of the supernatural love of God. Because we've been more concerned with coffee and donuts and how long the service is going. Like I said the other day, we're cool with the Avengers going for three hours and we'll hold going to the bathroom for an hour and 23 minutes and 45 seconds because we know how long it's been. But we'll sit there so we don't miss one second. But let a church service go over an hour, hour and a half. We're like, oh my goodness. Let a church service go beyond our comfort zone. Step across what we're familiar with. And we won't ask questions. We'll just say, I ain't never going back there. They're weird. Let a church service cross our comfort zone. See, we, we've got to stop this. Either we discipline ourselves after Christ or not. You know what was a normal church service to God? When the train of His robe filled the temple. And all the people fell out. The people and the priests. And nobody could minister. They were all laid out. Well that looks unorderly. That looks out of order. No, it looks out of order to men. Who think with worldly corrupted minds. But it was in perfect order with God. Hey, let me just blast them with my glory. And everybody's like... It was out of order. See, where are the people that want God and are hungry for God and they're seeking after the reality of fruit? They're disciplined after the fruit of God. They're not just, they're not just, they're not just going to church and checking a box. Lord, I want you. I gotta have you. I gotta have you. 
You're here, you know, morning after Christmas. That's awesome. Not everybody is. But he said it to me on their way in. He said, man, there's like nobody on the roads today. I was like, I oh, know. It's Sunday, but nobody's there. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to go to church because they're just comfortable. Why? In their flesh. Undisciplined. You're here, praise God. Listen to what the Lord said to me. My people are responsible to carry power. My people are responsible to carry power. That means we have to be a disciplined bunch. And listen, you don't carry power when you get, keep getting hung up because somebody said something mean to you. Well, they just said something mean to me. Get over it! Who gives a rip? They're going to do that for the rest of your life. Well, I don't like what they said. They cussed. They're the world. They're going to. Get over it. Well, I just can't hang out with, with that group because they keep doing that. I was, in a, I was in a business thing the other day in a business type meeting and they were in there and they were cussing. And I was like, you know, and I know I've been around other believers at times like, I just don't want to hang out in that group. It's like, how do you think the light's going to be there? You're in the world but not of the world. And then if you get mad because somebody said something bad or they did the wrong thing and you let your brain go tilt all of a sudden and you can't function, how do you think we're going to change the world? See, this has got to get so much inside of us that it swings the tide of what's normal. The church is supposed to be a glorious church. How's the church going to get there? And how's the church going to take the world to a revealing of the glory of God if it won't discipline itself and cannot oversee something in God's glory because somebody said a mean thing and they can't forgive or they can't do this or that or whatever else? How can that happen? See, we've got to become a disciplined, discipled people after Christ. Stop making excuses. Just make it happen. Find what's God and get that done at all costs. Get it done. Hear what the Lord said. I'm holding my people responsible to carry the power. Now let me, un let me show this to you. The power is not just putting on a good face and forgiving something. The power is a different level. You don't get to the power without walking in love. You don't get to the power without fellowshipping with God. He didn't say, I'm holding my people responsible just to be nice to other people. No, he said, I'm holding my people responsible to carry the power. Not my pastors, my people. To carry the power. Now, is it, I hope, oh man, I hope. I hope that right now something's going, I can carry the power inside of you. I can carry it. I can, I can pray over people and they can have miracles like pastor sees. Yes! That's the whole point. Yes, you can. You can carry it. You're supposed to carry it. I want you to carry it. God wants you to carry it. Not just nice. Well, look at them. They're so Christian. They're so nice. No. That's not it alone. That's not it alone. No, carrying power. Fruit of God. 
The church needs fruit. And if, watch this, if they're not carrying fruit, the question remains, are they the church? Because if they're not carrying fruit of the supernatural power of God, that's a marker they're not connected. So if you want to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, you better have some fruit. You better be winning souls, making disciples, operating in supernatural power, healing miracles, operating in supernatural wisdom, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. You better have these things. You better be operating in a supernatural connection with God and the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. Huh? Faithfulness. That's the one. I skip over that one in my head. Self-control. Faithfulness. We need to have the fruit of the Spirit. I, you know, think about this. How many times should I tell you to have the fruit of the Spirit? Once. And then you should say, did God say that? Well, yeah, in Galatians chapter 5, you go read that. He said, he said have the fruit of the Spirit. And you should say, oh, okay, yes, he did. I'll do it. And then you should not come back to me and say, but pastor, somebody said something mean to me. And, 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 well, 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 well. Galatians 5. It hadn't changed just because your feelings got hurt or you don't think something's right. Galatians 5, fruit of the Spirit. It's the fruit of your relationship. I'll give you a big clue here. This is awesome. It is not a fruit that generates from us. It is the fruit of the Spirit. So now watch this. If you let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit in you, that fruit will manifest. The issue is, if you want to operate in the fruit of the Spirit, just keep the Holy Spirit's operation in you open. If you close the Holy Spirit's operation, there'll be none of his fruit. So as soon as you go, wow, somebody said something to me. Ah, I just don't like that they said that to me. And you take offense, you just closed off because you immediately said, I'm going to do it my way, I'm not going to do it God's way. And now you closed off God's flow through you, which is the Holy Spirit, no fruit. If you want the fruit of the Spirit in your life, all you got to do is say, I'm going to do things God's way. No matter what anybody does to me, I'm doing things God's way. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no matter what's going on, I'm doing things God's way. Ding! Automatic fruit of the Spirit. It's awesome. You just have to do things God's way. That's how it works. We've got to have fruit. Listen to this. John 15, verse 1 through 9. Jesus said, I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch, how many? Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. That's pretty absolute and pretty plain. He takes it away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. So, well, God just loves everybody the same. He just treats everybody. No, he does not. He looks at your fruit. He's like, oh, 
How much fruit do they have? They got a little bit? Okay, we'll give them a little bit. They got no fruit? Take it away. He's got a lot of fruit? Oh, give them some more. Give them some more. How many people want to operate in big power, big finances? Then you got you to be all in. If you don't have big fruit, then you just stay at the same place. But if you say, Lord, I'm yours. Everything I have is yours. I am yours. All of a sudden, you open up the door for God to say, Whoosh, and, and pour out big fruit. Big fruit. He says, Everyone, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot, say it with me, what? Cannot. The branch, say I, cannot bear fruit of myself. The branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. Unless you abide in Christ, you won't bear fruit. See, the issue is as soon as somebody says something mean that we take offense to and we're not willing to immediately forgive. Immediately forgive. As soon as, if we're not ready to forgive, as soon as something says something, does something, I don't like that, I don't know about that doctrine, I don't know about whatever. As soon as somebody does that, as soon as somebody does that, they stopped abiding. They stopped the flow of who Jesus is. No more fruit until they change that. But to abide in God, to abide in God says, Lord, it doesn't matter if they do whatever. I'm doing what you tell me to do no matter what. No matter what I see, no matter how I feel, no matter what. Lord, I'm doing it your way. You're my Lord. Not my flesh, not my feelings. My feelings aren't my Lord. You're my Lord. You're my Lord. You're my Lord. All of a sudden, all of a sudden you have fruit. You have a flow. And then guess what? It's easy because he says if you come to me, you take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden's light. I'm gentle. I'll teach you. I'll show you. It's easy. It's easy. It doesn't have to be hard. Tell your neighbor, say, it doesn't have to be hard. Amen. Tell the, look the other way. It doesn't have to be hard. It can be easy. God made an easy button. He just said, come to me and do it my way. It's easy. Yeah. Amen. He says, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. If you're responsible for power, and power is a fruit of God and a fruit of your fellowship, then you have to abide in Christ. That doesn't mean that you just have prayer time. It doesn't mean that you just have meditation time. It doesn't mean that you just go to church. It means you stay in Him disciplined after him you take Jesus by the hand and you don't let go and when he says forget about that move on you just say okay and you just move on yeah that easy <laughs> you just move on okay okay I just move on it's that easy People, but no but 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 you know, and they're, they're, they're like wanting to throw a hissy fit. You know, they want to puff up like a cat when it sees a big dog. 
You know, no, they told me this. And it's like, what, you think they did less to Jesus? And he took it for you? And you can't take that for him? And, but all of a sudden, you, you just say that, just say, okay. And you just move right past it. It's not even an issue for you anymore. You know, watch this. Buddy, come up here. All right, now say something to me. Say bad words. Bad words? Oh, God! Oh, I can't believe he said bad words to me. Oh, my gosh. Ah! Oh, it's so awful. Now, I want you to see something. Now, I can carry that for weeks and months and days. Now, all of this forgiveness stuff was not part of my message, so maybe it's Christmas, you were around family, maybe it's pertinent. Maybe this is what, I don't know. Yeah, all right, so maybe it's the Holy Ghost bringing some stuff out. All right, anyway, bad words, bad words. Now look, most times, the person who said the bad words don't even remember they said bad words. They don't even know they said bad words. They're not feeling any of it. It's not them carrying the weight of their bad words. It's me deciding to carry it. It's a decision. It's a choice. So all the time over here, I can't believe they said bad words to me. Did you know what they said to me? Really glad I brushed my teeth. Can you believe? Now we're, we're trying to get other people wrapped up with us. Oh, come with me. Oh, can you believe? They said bad words. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, this guy's going, they said bad words to pastor too. They said bad words. And we want to wrap other people up. And then we're like, He did it. He said bad words to me. Say bad words. He said it. Join with me now. Join with me. Can you believe how many bad words he said? Why did he say bad words? And and we're like, we think we're being righteous because we're telling people the difference between right and wrong. That was wrong of them to say that to me. No, we're gossiping. We're pulling people into our own emotions. And and they don't even know what they said. Like, hey, do you remember when you said that to me? No. No, I forgot all about that. What are you talking about? They're not carrying the weight of it all. But now, over here, if 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 I stop abiding in the vine and I abide in emotions... Now all of a sudden over here, I'm carrying the weight of it for weeks and days. And now I've tried to get other people in on it too. Crucify him. (laughs) He doesn't even know what he did. Now this whole group over here is glaring. He said bad words. Shh. 
Well, I have to tell people who's right and who's wrong. No, you don't. You don't have to tell anybody. Man, what happened to y'all at Christmas? What's this coming through? Man, Lord bless all the gatherings that happen in the family. Amen. Thank you. But if, if somebody, come back up here, buddy. You're not done. Say it again. No. That works. Okay. Love you. All right, one more time. Ready? I'm going to show you again. That didn't even sound bad. That's better. Okay. Love you. That's it. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. I didn't, didn't involve anybody over here. I didn't carry any. It was easy. Easy button. Boop. Easy. Just did it Jesus' way. Uh, okay. I might even think, sorry you feel that way. It's not going to affect me at all. Love you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. easy that was? I didn't carry any of that. I didn't involve anybody else and become, now become guilty of, of slander and gossip, trying to crucify somebody else on the cross of my self-righteousness. Let that one hit home. Apart from me, Jesus said, you can do nothing. So see, when we, when we don't forgive immediately and when you know bad words or whatever else, anything, anything, it, it, it doesn't have to be bad words. It can be the collector, the bill collector calling and I get in fear. That also is the same thing. It, it can be... The devil throws a violent dream at me that my family is going to be devastated by some calamity and I receive fear. Same thing. Doesn't have to be just forgiveness that gets me out. Abiding in the vine is staying in the peace and the rest of God no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no matter what's going on. And then all of a sudden, I'm not over here carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. I'm carrying no weight. I'm just walking with Jesus, disciplined after him. And now, here's the issue. When I stay hand in hand with Jesus, he's always leading me to triumph. I've just released the power of God. I've just released the power of God. See, when they say bad words, and I go, okay, amen. What I'm doing, I'm releasing love into that situation. That person's now got to deal with it. You know, you want to prove this? Next time you're on the road, and I know this will never happen to you because all of you are perfect drivers, but <laughs> if you're on the road and, and you somehow by some crazy way make a mistake and somebody tells you that you're number one, you know, you know and they tell you you're number one, just do this. They don't know what to do with that. Like you've just opened a portal 
<laughs> like something's going to happen. They're either right in that moment going to heaven or they're going to hell, you know, and, and we'll see you on the news. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, when you love people, when they do bad things to you, they don't know what to do with that. And they now have to deal with it. It's part of the reason why Jesus said to do that. Because you release a power of love. You release a power of love in that situation, in that scenario. It's the power of God to change. And this person, you know, this person that says bad words, they're sitting up there like, I, I like cuss them out. And they smiled at me. And that, for the next week, they're going to be like, how can they do that? How can they do? They they smile. I cussed them. I, I, what, I, what's, what's going on? Like, I don't, uh, uh, what what happened? Was that real? Was that a dream? I, I cussed. I cussed. I cussed them. What'd you do? You released a power from heaven, and now they have to deal with that. See, uh, an an earthly conscious doesn't get that. That's a spiritual concept, and now they have to deal with love. When you cuss them out, when they cuss you out, they have to deal with that. See, and all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're like, you released power. God said, I'm holding my people responsible for carrying power. Carrying power. <laughs> we saw a scenario... We saw a scenario uh, where there was a husband and wife fighting, or, or a husband and wife were separated, and then it had been a while, and the husband and wife come back together, and they're both like, kind of like, I miss you, and the other one's like, I miss you too. And then all of a sudden, the husband goes, but you should have done this, like, shut up, leave it alone. Like you were at a good moment. Well, it's the principle of the thing. No, it's your flesh. It's your flesh. You actually were heading the way you wanted to go. Shut up. Shut up. Be quiet. Love on the person. Why do you got it? You, you see, what happened is all of a sudden in this moment, this is a fictional moment, you know, but from a story. But the issue was... It's our flesh, I've watched it play out you know, in families so many times. It's our flesh wanting everything to be perfect and that immediately uh, gets us to the place where we are solving the problem, not God. Not God. And there's no power release. You immediately go from heavenly and supernatural love straight into the flesh and your own strength. And how many times does it work? None. None. Jesus said, the Lord said to me, I'm holding my resp people responsible for carrying power. I'm holding my people responsible for carrying power. You, you realize he's not talking about me alone. He is talking about you. My people. He's talking about every believer. Isn't it time for the church to be responsible for carrying the power of God and stop shirking their responsibility, stop laying down their responsibility, but carry the power of God. He said, if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. 
and they gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned if you don't abide in Jesus. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, listen to this, if you abide in Christ and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Ask whatever you wish. How many people would like to go to God and ask? But see, the issue is, many people, they're asking God for everything. How much abiding are they doing? None. None. But, and then they're mad at God. He's like, I told you what to do. But you're not doing it. He's holding us responsible for this. To carry the power. Imagine, I want you to just get this. Imagine this. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. This boomerang, this is where we're going. Imagine every single one of you is carrying miracle working power in your hands. Miracle working power in your hands. And all of a sudden, you're out at the store, you're at the bank, you run into a friend of yours, they say, I just, I need healing in my body, I need protection, I need, I need restoration in my family. You say, let's just pray right now. And you pray. And the miracle power of heaven flows through the child of the kingdom. His will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Imagine if just this many people was carrying that every day, everywhere they go, you would change a society just like that. That is God's plan. God's plan is not just... This is just the proving ground, the growing up place for you to do the work of ministry. It's not bring everybody here. It's you go get them. You go pray for them. Believers, those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. Those that believe will carry power in Mark 16. The world is longing for this reality. The church has it. It's already their inheritance, but we haven't grabbed a hold of it. This is my responsibility to grab a hold of and make it me. Make it you. You already have it. If you are in Christ, you already have this inside of you. It's already in you. It's in you right now. What are, what are you waiting on? Now I'll tell you, as soon as, as soon as somebody says bad words or the devil throws something at you and you live by your feelings instead of by the word of God, you immediately cut off that power supply. It's like you flip the switch for a little bit. You get, it, get into doing it your way, trying to solve your own problems. You immediately flip that switch. Now you've got to stay in rest. You've got to stay in him. You've got to stay right there with him. He says, if anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away his branch and dries up, and they gather them, cast them into the fire, and they're burned. If you abide in me and my words, my words, how can his words abide in you if you don't know what he's saying, if you don't know the word of God, if you've not sat under preaching and, and teaching and you haven't been studying and meditating on the word? So you've got to abide in him, and his words have to abide in you. His words. See, when somebody goes, all right, good to see y'all, Merry Christmas, take care. That ought to cross you. 
You know why? Because his words say, be careful for nothing. You ought to think immediately in your mind, I'm not taking any care. No, I cast my care on the Lord. You ought to think, I don't correct everybody, but I'll, I'll in my mind, every time, in my mind, and as I turn to walk away, I'll go, I'll be wise. I'll be wise. I'm not taking any care, though. I cast my cares on God, but I will be as wise as a serpent. I will operate in the wisdom of God, in the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge, but I'm not carrying anything. That's Jesus anointing to carry things, not mine. But see, if his word's not in you, you won't even pick that up. You'll be like, okay. And now you're saying okay to ungodly things. Well, that just tickles me to death. If that doesn't bother you, you don't know his word. It doesn't tickle me to death. No, actually, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If it tickles me to anything, it's tickling me to life and strength. Tickles me to life and strength. I'm not going to pick up this corrupted mindset and corrupted words. I'm not going to pick this up. I'm not doing that. No. I'm picking up the word. See, I have to abide in him and his words have to abide in me. I've got to meditate on the word. I've got to have This is the keys to getting into his power. And I've got to have this fruit. And look at this. He says this fruit. This branch is removed and thrown into the fire. How many people want that to be your testimony? And what you want to be removed from the vine and thrown into the fire? But what is the indicator that that's not going to happen? That you have fruit. If you abide, you'll have fruit. But if you don't abide in him, you won't have fruit and it dries up. We have to abide in him. Verse 8, he says, when you, when you have fruit, my Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, watch this, and so prove to be my disciples. Fruit is a proof of discipleship. Fruit is a proof of discipleship. Six areas of biblical fruit. Number one, fruit. Fellowship with God. Intimate fellowship with God. Number one fruit. Intimate fellowship with God. Second fruit. Winning souls. Third fruit. Making disciples. Fourth fruit. Power. Healing. Miracles. Fifth fruit. Supernatural knowledge, wisdom, revelation. Sixth fruit, fruit of the Spirit. Intimate fellowship, winning souls, making disciples, supernatural power, supernatural revelation, wisdom and knowledge, and the fruit of the Spirit. If I don't have that fruit operating in my life all the time, then I need to keep working on it. I need to keep working on it. I need Say it with me. I need to keep working on it. I need to keep working on it. I need to keep... And see, this is... You, a lot of times we're judging ourselves by, well, I've gone to church all my life. That's not a fruit. That might be obedience. 
but that's not a fruit. It might be a fruit of love and an action of love, but that by itself doesn't really prove anything. There's a whole bunch of people that are going to say, Lord, Lord, and he says, depart from me, I never knew you. I said it earlier this week, being in a church doesn't make you a Christian any more than me standing in a garage makes me a car. It's a great saying. Now, should you be in church? Yep. Because if you're in the fruit of love, then you're going to keep his commandments, and his commandments say, do not forsake the assembling together of the saints. Don't forsake it. Many people are struggling, struggling, struggling because they've forsaken the assembly. They've forsaken it. That's a commandment. Well, I just don't think we should right now. Who's your Lord? Who's your Lord? Who's your Lord? Well, I just don't think... No, no, no. This is a command. Is this your standard? Because the Word was made flesh. Is Jesus your Lord or not? Well, I just don't think we should. Who's your Lord? See, we've got to have fruit. We've got to have fruit. And we've got to challenge this. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, I'm not coming up there acting like I know something. No, I'm saying, Lord, I humble myself to you. What do you tell me to do? I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do because I am responsible for fruit. And I don't want to find myself in front of you and you say, depart from me, I never knew you. I want to be in front of you and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I promise you, you're going to want to hear those. He says, and when we have fruit, biblical fruit, he says, my father is glorified in this, that you bear much fruit. When we bear fruit, God is glorified. So that's part of the problem in America and in the church around the world is the church has not been bearing fruit. The church has not been discipling itself. And because of that, the world is not giving any glory to God. They're like, what, what difference does it make for me to go to the church? Now, see, in this church we've had fruit, but can we have more? You know, I can look across, I can look across this church and, and see the fruit of the power of God. Supernatural healing, supernatural miracles, supernatural protection. Yeah. Supernatural provision. She said it earlier. It's over a million dollars of increase this year. The Lord said, and and I agree, the Lord said, uh, this is your year of increase. Let me tell you, that increase doesn't stop at the end of this year. The Lord's already started talking to me about next year. I want you, listen, I'm telling you again, get your debt that you want to see supernaturally erased. Start collecting it, putting it on paper. Because in the, in the first part of the year, we're going to deal with that spiritually. And we're going to see it erased next year. We're going to see the power of God smack our debt. Smack our debt and knock it out. I'm telling you, this is supernatural. It's supernatural fruit. But we're, we're just getting started. God started talking to me about this increase. He said, that was this year of increase in 2021, it was the primer. It was great. It was awesome. There's some new stuff that, that came in. You know, in the last couple of weeks, I'm looking at him like, oh my goodness, Lord, is this right? Are these numbers right? You know, it's our year of increase. But what, I, what I'm saying is this, this was just the primer. This was just the primer. This was just the beginning of it. God is increasing you. 
I'm telling you, one of the things he's talking to me about is Isaiah, I believe it's 9-7. It says, I want you to notice this. We know from Luke 2.52 that he kept increasing. Jesus kept increasing. Paul says that he kept increasing. He kept increasing. So you see it in Jesus. You see it in the Apostle Paul in Isaiah 9-7. I want you to see this characteristic of God. It says, of his increase, there is no end to the increase of his governance. He says, there will be no end to the increase of, the gov- of his government or of peace. See, it's not just the governance, it's everything that he does. The point is, God is constantly increasing. This increase was just the primer. It's just going up. You're the lowest you will ever be. You're the lowest at power you will ever be operating in. You have it now, but it's about to come out of you. The power of God that you're responsible for, it's about to come out of you in new levels. You're going to see it in your home. You're going to see it in your family. You're going to see it in your finances. God's releasing it. If you didn't notice, we went from some teaching to preaching right there. It engages our spirit man. And it says, don't just grab these things by logical discernment, but by spiritual discernment. Let your spirit man say, yes, I receive those words for me today. I receive them. He says this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. And when you bear fruit, you prove, you prove to be my disciple." How many people are called to be disciples and disciplined after God? How many of us are carrying the fruit that we should? You see the rub. It's time. I'm I'm telling you, the Lord spoke this. Boomerang, I'm speaking this to you this morning. God is holding you responsible to have fruit and to carry power. He doesn't want just my prayers being answered. He wants yours being answered. Every one of you, when you pray, heaven moves and hell shakes. When you pray, heaven moves and hell shakes. Hell quakes in its boots. One person with a fervent, boiling prayer carrying the responsibility of the power of God. Verse 9. Jesus said, just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. What he's saying is, no matter what you see, no matter what you feel, no matter what you go through, just operate in my love. Do it my way. Discipline yourself after me. If you'll discipline yourself after me, you'll have fruit. And if you don't have fruit, there's discipline missing. But when you have fruit, it proves that you're my disciples. I know here in this message you may be sitting there going, I don't know if I can do that. I understand you can't do it by yourself. But with God, you can. With God, you can. Paul, Paul the apostle, how did he operate? He operated with power. He said, I didn't come in convincing words. See, that's a problem that's come into the church is we have celebrated these mic drop moments, but we've not celebrated the anointing. You know, the world can have mic drop moments. I watch, I watch as heathens all the time on social media. People that don't know God have no covenant 
They have no covenant with God whatsoever. They'll have mic drop moments, and people will celebrate them. They'll follow them. They'll have all these things. That is not what needs to be celebrated, this, this little bit of wisdom and this little bit of logic, and you got some cute sayings. That's not. No, you know what's to be celebrated? The power of God, the love of God. Somebody who's disciplined after God, that's to be celebrated. And the Bible even says that. He says, follow these who through faith and patience inherit the promises. They have the power. They don't just talk about the power. They don't just have cute little sayings. No, there's an inheritance of healing. There's an inheritance and a manifestation of provision. There's an inheritance and a manifestation of winning souls, of making disciples. There's an inheritance of it and a manifestation of the fruit that is what you follow that's what you follow that's what you follow you look at that over a million dollars in extra stuff the Lord said at the beginning of the year you think I can make a million dollar come into your bank account on my own if I could I'd have put it in mine no this is God over a million dollars in this group right here and the partners that we have around the world of increased debt cancellation, salaries being increased. Over a million dollars this year. Why? Because there was power in God's words. When we released it, this is our year of increase. Power in his words. The Apostle Paul operated in power. Power is a responsibility and a requirement. A responsibility and a requirement. He says in uh, second, or second Timothy, he says, in the last days, men will have a form of godliness, but deny his power. Then, then the Lord says through the apostle Paul, don't have anything to do with these men. If they're not carrying power, don't have anything to do. This is what I want to get to. How many are called to make disciples? But if you're not carrying power, God's already instructed people to not have anything to do with you. How many are called to make disciples? If you're a believer, you're called to make disciples. How many people are called to have a manifestation of power? It's not supposed to be a pipe dream. It's not a theory. You got to understand, before Pastor Brian was Pastor Brian, he was an 11-year-old, 12-year-old kid praying over his friends in the back room of a church watching legs grow out. There was no separation into the office of pastor at that moment. A call, sure. Some giftings, sure. But no different from you, just faith. God, you're so good. If you'll do this for the adults, you'll do it for the kids. Just childlike faith. Leg, grow. Leg. Power. Power. Why? Because, because I was so great? No, because God is so great. He'll be just as great in your life because he's not a respecter person. He's calling you to carry the responsibility of his power. But it's not you. It's him. There's not a one of us in here that's qualified to do it outside of Jesus. Not one. Because every one of us had sin. It's only through Jesus 
that this flows. So why is it that we make it about us? Stop making it about you. Just look at it and say, if I have fruit, great. But if I, if I have it, can I go higher in my fruit? No matter where you're at, let's go higher in the fruit of God. Let's go higher in the power of God. What, that, what is that going to take? Abiding in Him. Not just talking about it. It's not just believing, well, I'll take them to church and pastor will pray for them. No, you pray for them. You have anointed hands. You're the body. You're the body. You're the hands and the feet of Christ. You're carrying it. You have an inheritance in Ephesians 1. This inheritance that's in everyone who believes with the surpassing greatness of his power that was shown in this way. It was shown on this level when he resurrected God from the dead. Ephesians 1. That's your inheritance. That's inside of every believer right now. You might not know it. You might not have been flowing in it. But it's in you. The kingdom of God is within you and he's calling you right now I know you can go ahead right now I know he's drawing you he's in some of you right now it's bubbling inside of you Lord I got to walk in this power I will not be held back I've got to walk in your power I won't be held back Lord I know I have a responsibility for discipleship I have a responsibility for fruit I got to abide in you I've got to carry this I got to stop making excuses excuses about these trivial things. Lord, you're calling me to power. Not just theory, but power. The power of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, it says this, the ministry that we have is not based on what you did but you were made adequate and able through God. He makes you adequate. He makes you able. He makes you adequate. He makes you able. He is calling you to the fruit of power. And we are responsible to carry His power in that fellowship with Him. If inside of you today it's screaming, Lord, i got to operate in this. I can't be held back. Do this too. If you're sitting there and you're like, you know, maybe not as much today at our church, maybe not, but at some point in my life, at some point in my life, God, I'm so frustrated with the church because it's like, where is God? I see a bunch of self-righteous, you know, pious no stuck it up in the air people but I needed to see the power of God and his love I needed to see the reality of it I needed to see it if you've ever felt that some of your thoughts should be let me be that for the next person that comes across my path let me carry it so that that person doesn't have an excuse to walk away like other people gave me let me be a disciple and go after him. Let me be who God's called me to be so that nobody can use me as an excuse. And don't stop when you just see your first healing. Don't stop when you just win your first soul. That's just the beginning. That's the first, that's the first little bit of the race. Keep running. You'll get faster. You'll get better. Your spiritual muscles will get stronger and stronger and stronger. But where does all of this power and fruit start and 
generate from? What's the genesis of it? Abiding in Him. God's calling you this. I, I think everybody in here feels the call and the responsibility to that, at least in their spirit, man. They might not understand it in their, in their brain, but in their spirit, man, there's a call by the Holy Ghost. God wants you to have power, and I want you to walk in that power, but you don't walk in that power without fellowship, abiding in the mind. And so it's that fellowship. It's keeping that fellowship fresh every day, every day. If you need to refresh that fellowship, if you need fellowship with God, I invite you to come to the altar right now. Lord, I need you. I need fresh fellowship today. Lord, I I feel the responsibility of power. But Jesus, I need to make you my Lord, not just my Savior, but my Lord today. Just go right on up to the altar. Make that commitment today. Lord, I need you today. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, I need that fellowship renewed today. Take your responsibility with the Lord. You'll be glad you did. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Lord, I need you today. I need to stay in you. And you may be sitting there, and you may, you may say, you know what? I can just tell in my spirit. I can just tell in my spirit. Like I have fellowship with God. But I can tell it needs to go up. It needs to go to a different level. Because this power and this pull that I feel from the Holy Ghost, i got to go higher. And that fellowship needs to be higher. If that's you, I invite you to come up. Get this fellowship where it needs to be. And don't, don't hold back. Lord, I need you today. I need you today. Lord, I can't, I can't hold back anymore. I can't hold back anymore. Lord, I got to have you. Thank you, Father. It's power of God. You know, last week, I didn't, I didn't know this testimony until afterwards. We're having our Christmas service and call people up for prayer and sharing on the end down here. She, I didn't know it. She almost didn't come to church because she said she was having a migraine. She said, you put your hand on my head and immediately the migraine went away. Is that right? Immediately the migraine got healed just like that. I didn't even know she had it. I just prayed in the name of Jesus. In his name is power. In his name is power. It comes through fellowship. It comes through relationship. I want everybody in here just to pray this with me today. Let's get that fellowship where it needs to be, whether you're standing up here or not. Jesus... Today, you are the Lord of my life. Not just the Savior, but my Lord. You're the director. Whatever you tell me to do, I will do. Jesus, you are my Lord. And I believe that you took my mess, my sin, and it took you to the cross and the grave. It took you to death. But I believe that God brought you back to life. He broke the power of that sin and death over my life forever. And He didn't leave me in the grave. But with Christ, 
I believe you raised me up to power, to fruit, to abiding in the vine. Thank you, Lord. I receive it today. I receive fresh fellowship with the Father. Jesus, you're the door. You're the doorway. I receive that today. Thank you, Father. Just receive that right now. Receive His help. Receive His power. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just pray this with me. Say, Jesus, I ask you, baptize me with the Holy Spirit and baptize me with fire that I can walk in your fruit and power disciplined after you. A new creation filled up. I receive it today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I'm going to pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, as I pray for each person, heal them, deliver them, provide for them. Lord, bring about everything that you want to bring about. Your will be done on earth in their lives as it is in heaven. Let your anointing break every yoke. Let them not be held back, but let your anointing do what it does. Let the power of God be released. And Father, put this power in manifestation in their lives. In Jesus' name, let the power of God manifest in them. Not just me, but every believer. Just say it with me if you believe it. Lord, I take the responsibility of discipleship and fruit and walking in power, carrying in power. I'll take it and I'll walk in it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name in Jesus name yeah no more no more bad words holding you back no more of the devil's lies no more of that emotion no broken and receive it as done for the rest of time today yeah no longer I'll be a disciple I'll be a disciple thank you father for your goodness and your mercy thank you Lord in Jesus' name. Yeah, no more cycling, no more circling. In Jesus' name. So running in a cycle. I'm talking about riding a bike. <laughs> no more cycling around the same mountain. No more circling. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Power be in these hands. Power be in those hands. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Top of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' name. And I speak to those migraines that have been trying to attack. No more 
in Jesus' name. Loose your grip over a life and be gone. Receive it today as done if they try to come. If they try to come and say, no, it was handled that day. That day, that service after Christmas, it was handled that day. It's done. I have it now. I'm the healed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Now, if he tells you something to do, do it. Things that will relieve stress, not carry it, cast in your cares. Even physical things, if he tells you, don't sit that way. Amen. Don't drink that coffee or whatever it is. He may say something like that. All right? Amen. That's, that's a word of wisdom. It's not just me talking logic. Okay? In Jesus' name. Hands of power. Hands of power in the name of Jesus. Hands of power in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mind not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a strong mind in the name of Jesus. I just break every stronghold that's tried to block her Keep her boxed in in the name of Jesus. It's coming off now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. <laughs> so, yeah, just say I release it. Just say I release it. Just say I release it. I let it go. That's not who I am anymore. But I walk in power and in love and a sound mind. From this day forward, I'll never be the same. <laughs> Hands of power in Jesus' name. Yeah. You sense that anointing? You feel it? I do. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. <laughs> yeah. You're going to pray over people. You're going to see healing take place by these hands. You've been longing for it. You're going to see it. You lay those hands on people in faith and you watch. They'll say, oh my goodness. Who is this little lady praying over me? And all of a sudden, the power is going to hit them. And they're going to be released and be healed and be delivered. And they'll say, oh my goodness, she might have been a small lady. But she was carrying something in Jesus' name. And bring every solution now. Bring every solution in Jesus' name. Healing, deliverance, protection. Even finances bring provision in abundance in Jesus' name. Provision in abundance. Provision in abundance. Provision in abundance. Ho 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 In Jesus' name. Provision in abundance to do every good work in Jesus' name. So increase, increase. Ha ha ha. Yeah. That power that you didn't feel for a few weeks. Huh. But you'll feel it for the rest of your life. In Jesus' name. Anointing of God. Flow these hands. Fruit of the power of God. In the name of Jesus. Working of miracles. Gifts of faith. In Jesus' name. Gift of healing. Be, power gifts be in this life, in Jesus' name. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Just receive.
Don't fall for any of those traps anymore to get you out of that fellowship and out of the vine. Don't fall for that anymore. Don't fall for it anymore. He's called you to fruit. He's called you to power. He's called you to joy. No matter what somebody does, no matter what they say, no matter how you feel. Glory to God. Power of God. Thank you, do whatever you were going to do. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Raise that hand up. Just praise God. Keep that one right there. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see you walking around your house. I see you walking by Phil's chair, and you're walking by, and the joy of the Lord hits you. He's like, wonder what is wrong with you? <laughs> and, and you'll say, oh my goodness, that joy hit me just like it does in service. I didn't know we could have this here, but it's made to go with you everywhere you go. Bottomoko. <laughs> Yeah, Lord, thank you for your power. The beginning of a walk of power. That message meant something to you today. Yeah. You're called to it. You're called to walk in it. You're a believer, just like every other believer. You got an inheritance. You may have seen some things. You may have gone through some things, but you're coming up. You're coming out of it. You're moving up. God's going to use you. It's going to be mighty. Just be humble and hungry and watch what He'll do in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. A house of power. A house of power. I see you praying over your kids laying hands on your kids, and all of a sudden the power of God coming into them, protecting them, healing them, delivering them. I see clarity coming in their minds. I see clarity coming in their speech. There'll be voices up for the Lord. You declare it over them. You pray it over them, and you receive it. A house of power in Jesus' name. Yeah, the Lord says you need to pray for more people and put these anointed hands on people and pray for them and believe that God Almighty is going to flow through you. In Jesus' name, fruit of power. Your prayers, that's one of the things the devil has attacked. You, you think that your prayers haven't been working. No, your prayers are powerful. God hears you. He moves through you. He's answering your prayers. The devil's tried to steal that. He's tried to make it look like they weren't working, but they are. But if you think that they're not, they'll stop. But that's not the case. You are a powerful woman of God. God's using you. He's got his hand on you. He wants you to be a person with the fruit of God's power flowing through. And your prayers work in Jesus' name. Your prayers work. From this moment forward, your prayers work in Jesus.
Jesus. Nej. So prana in the commando. Rodo Moso. Yeah. Power. 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 <laughs> Power in Jesus name. Power. Power. Power in Jesus name. So drago malekene. Sebol power. Fruit, fruit be. Fublani ho se ho tankonomos. Probon pray more in the Holy Ghost. But omosobo. Banamoko da be. Yeah, power. We hope going to do full. Hope let on konomosalo. Power be. Stop letting feelings and thoughts take you out of the fruit of power. I call these hands powerful in Jesus' name. Your prayers also. Your prayers work. Your prayers work in Jesus' name. <laughs> power, power, power in healing, power in miracles, power in finance. Yeah, see, part of what y'all are doing, you're breaking out of how you used to do things. You, your, your belief, your belief was on the financial system and your hard work, but that's changed now. You, you turn the corner, you start listening to the Word of God. And what you don't realize is you're breaking out of that. Oh, it's like gravity, and it's like breaking the sound barrier. It's trying to hold you back. It tried to hold you back. But you said, nah, Lord, we're believing you. Yeah, I don't understand all of it. I don't get you. That's what's been going on. You've been breaking through it. You've been breaking out of that old belief system of this is how it's got to come. This is how it's got to be. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't have to come that way. I done your belief. This is the victory that overcomes the lack, overcomes the world, even our faith. Your faith is breaking it now. In Jesus' name. Power. Stop falling for the thoughts. Stop falling for those emotions. You got to learn that you know to recognize the spirit of fear, the emotion of fear. You know what it looks like. You know what it feels like. In new situations, sometimes we forget that for a second. You got to stop falling for that. You must, you must hear this. Hear me. You must immediately put those thoughts down. Immediately. And there will be power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Go to Mosul. You got to want this. You got to want it. Not everybody else. You. Do you? Are you sure? Which do you want to be? You want to be son of God or you want to be a son of the world? Then that means you got to make different decisions. Raise your hands. Say, Jesus, I ask for your help. Help me see it. 
Help me make the right decision and strengthen me for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Yeah, power. Power. Can anything good come out of Amy? Can anything good come out of Amy? I hear that as your own thoughts, but also hear it as the thoughts of other people. The answer is yes, with Christ. Much, much good can and will in Jesus' name. There'll be a power of God that flows through you. Just receive it now. Lord, I receive your fruit and I receive your power. Even now, things are changing. Thoughts are changing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. <laughs> power. Power. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Power in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Sobra niora kolomosomo bikoni kara yasomaniablo nimbosta brama from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Baramos baro yakoni yokolokleni hodaboruma pustubore su power power. Made a karabo. Just lift your hand. <laughs> Say, Lord, I receive. Do you now? <laughs> Lord, I receive. Do you now? <laughs> Say, Lord, I receive. <laughs> yeah, power of God. And then you can look at it. And clarity. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Power. In Jesus' name. Power of God. His love made manifest. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Yeah, let that love of God just manifest in her now. It's the love of God. The goodness of God. The goodness of God that helps with every change. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Just pour your love out in her. Let her feel a fresh touch of your love. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that fresh outpouring of your love in Jesus' name. And therefore, power. Just minister that love of God to her. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. It's not just dealing called to carry power. Hold your hands out. In order that you'll know the power of God will flow through you. Lord, fill her up with your love and your power in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. 
and all of that that's tried to stop her and tried to hold her back, tried to cling on to her, I just break it off now in Jesus' name. All in the past. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Brady Corbo, Baramos Blakan, Yanko, Brady Hosi, Cobra, Brinke, Bosore. The devil will rue the day he tried to hold on to you. He messed up. He messed up. Kobani Kobatanamos. The things that you will do for the Lord. The things that you will do for the Lord will make heaven stand on its feet and glorify God. The things that you will do in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, thank you. Just raise your hands. In power. Power Jesus name. In Jesus name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, keep them up. Yeah, I hear the words of your father in my spirit. Son. Son. Oh, I love you. Son. 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 I knew all of that. All of that before I even called you. I saw it. Sunny did every choice, every decision, and I still chose you. Who can care? And all the plans I have for you. All the plans I have for you. Oh, the great and mighty thing and the works of power to come through these hands. Son. Oh, and on those words. And out of the power of that love, you'll do great and mighty works in the name of Jesus Christ, my son. Right now, get out of your head. Just receive. Lord, I receive. 
I ain't thinking about it. I just receive. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Yeah. Certain things can't go that way. Can't go that way. You know. I called you to power. It's time to change your thinking. Come to a different level. That was the old you, not the real you. So when the thoughts come, you just put them down. Just like anybody else, put them down and watch as my power flow through you. Raise your hands. Yeah, anointing be than a decoder crum. Eta half Roma or an orsi. Ara al comi, aundo, yaunto, cardano. Yuri kirstoni on old ebrobas, danieta, yananamo. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet, fire of God, bililumat, carabasa. Fill, overflow, purge, purge, purify. Consecrate and anoint in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. He says, I love you with an everlasting love. Everlasting. 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 Everlasting in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Tablo med uban uban obotaromos balo. Gaben and omosom. Kolebo tobos obaram otarakini esto. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Bobrena. Ooh, brava kanamosopo. Called the power. Called the fruit, called to fruitfulness and power. One hand up, one hand on your belly. Power in the name of Jesus. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Roger, will you come in? Lord, wisdom be in Jesus' name. Supernatural wisdom. Show them where to go, how to get there. Lord, how to make it, how to get there, what to do. Supernatural wisdom. Not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound and disciplined mind. Lord, a mind that hears so clearly from the Holy Ghost. Lord, give them wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom. I call for the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge to be in him. Let him see it so clearly. Lord, not in the soul, not in logic, 
but by you. You have the anointing and you know. You have the anointing and you know. You have the anointing and you know. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Shon colende se kembuenda sharia tayate o to colende shwembese. Yate ata kalinde shoyate ata soto kolon. Shambuande kelinde santa kayate. Yoto kolanda shanta komboko. Fuembera karike. Lord, I ask in the name that the seed of today's word not be lost. Lord, I ask that it be deeply planted inside of each man, each woman, and each child who heard it. Lord, I thank you that this week, this seed of the word is guarded. It is kept. It's meditated on. And fruit comes from this body this week. Fruit be in Jesus' name. Be be bared in the name of Jesus. Come forth now. Thank you, Father. Lord, I give you praise and glory and honor and might for all that you have done this year. Lord, we leave this service and we are expectant. We are expectant that you are doing a great and mighty thing in and through this body. And it starts today. Is it starting with you? Is it starting today? Hallelujah. Then just receive that. Lord, we receive great, mighty things Starting today, starting today, let it be at the restaurant. Let it be as we go out and eat. Let signs, wonders, miracles, fruit be in Boomerang Church today and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. While I love Christmas, let's count out Oh Holy Night. Amen. <laughs> it's an anointed song. I was just done. <laughs> okay, a couple of quick announcements. For those of you who may or may not have the Boomerang Boxer app, we are not having our normal weekly operations here at the church this week, so there is no scheduled time. If you need anything, feel free to call the church number. You can reach out on Boxer, but we normally have people in throughout the entire week, throughout the whole day, but not this week. So if you need something, reach out and we'll give you an answer. But no youth tonight as well. So youth starts back up next week. Enjoy family time. Did y'all have a good Christmas? Yeah? I hope y'all have a great week too. No impact this week. We're going to start back on the 4th. Holy Spirit Weekend is in three weeks. I feel like it's been so long since we've had Holy Spirit Weekend. I'm super excited. That's January 14th through the 16th. And kickstarts coming. Guys, mark your calendars. It's going to come super fast. Like, that may seem long off. It's not. It's like a month. In a month and a couple weeks, kickstart, kickstart, kickstart? Kickstart's going to be here February, whatever the dates were, Pastor was saying. Mark them on your calendar. I can get those to you if you need them. And today for lunch, we're going to go to Blue Bay. So if you, there was much rejoicing out of David and Hannah. Blue Bay it is. <laughs> we're going to go eat fellowship with us. We'd love to have you. We love you. Be blessed.